hello <laughs> who are you it's um, a bank holiday weekend it's a bank holiday do you remember that do you remember absolutely did you watch no. us never did heard you of not? it i had a feeling that you did they were like a scottish comedy thing in the 90s oh maybe on bbc2 uh maybe it might be one of these things I watched and didn't know the name of because it was yeah. good shows like that. They're quite surreal, and um, one of the characters was this. Um, I can't remember what they called them, but like the normal family. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the actors are quite famous now. Like Moana Banks is one of them, and I've forgotten his name. The guy that did this, but anyway, they're the like the normal family, and they all wear like slacks, like beige slacks. And then there's a, they have a song about bank holiday, and they all go out in their slacks. <laughs> I don't recall. But <laughs> I find it we should, yeah, find it and post it in the notes. Mm. I'm sure all, I of keep our, to do that. all of our listeners are avidly, <laughs> avidly pouring over the notes. Oh. It's you know they only they they listen to the show, but it's really the notes they come back for. God, at the, at the first few episodes, I was like going crazy. I was like every single thing we talked about. I was putting a link to. And now I'm not. Someone in the staff room the other day was like. Oh, I'm really into podcasts at the moment and like she's talking about one and she likes the same kind as as me and this like sort of rambly ones like she listens to one about like sex in the city where they're sort of drunk and talking about it <laughs> um and I was like that's the kind of and then me and Jonathan both just went well we both have a podcast <laughs> she's like what and then I was like yeah but mine's like kind of but amateur and like no one's listening to it his is like a proper thing with listeners and he is didn't he correct me he didn't go yeah. like no yours is really good does he have real listeners then yeah oh, hundreds in about? the hundreds hundreds which what's is not even about? that many for a podcast but more than that uh, it's like a well the thing is it's like it's not him it's like a magazine program it's like um people send in is that what you call it like um, um, people send in things, you know. Like if it was in a in a magazine, it would be. Uh, oh no! If it was a publication, it would be like people sending mm. in. What do you call I them? See. Articles. User submitted like... content. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So is he? And is he reviewing those things, or is it just people sending in ideas and bits, and then he's just echoing them out? It's called Queer Out Here, yes. and it's about um people being queer in the countryside. So it's oh, just yes. like people talking about like going for walks and gardening yeah. and different things. And some yeah. of it's songs, some of it's poetry, some of it's just talking. And, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So in a way it's easy, like you don't have to like it's not just people just sitting there chatting, chatting the shit. <laughs> Your hair's looking a vibrant colour today. And and you've got a fringe. Yeah. Only two people noticed that at work. Well, only two people commented on it. One, this sort of mad woman who always comments <laughs> on everything that I wear. And another was right. a student. Oh, right. So what, do you think people just haven't noticed it or they just don't dare to I don't know, the student, as soon as I came in, he was like, nice cut, miss. He's like, thanks, you're only the second person to have noticed. Did you boost his, boost his grades? Yeah, I was like, I'll give you some yes. house points for that. <laughs> Can you imagine if I put him in the system? <laughs> Three house points for complimenting yeah. me on my haircut. <laughs> Teach him about how backhanders and the whole. It's like that kind of those kind of compliments will get him. Yeah, get you far in life. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm quite. uh, It doesn't look great today because it's just been washed and it's all poofy. Well, 
my freaking yeah it's amazing yeah but it's, it's so good i love it please don't cut it um i'm like gonna wild. get wild no i'm gonna get it cut but, no. but wait 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 but when eventually when things open up again but no. i'm gonna go to a fancy hairdresser no yeah but fancy. they'll mess it up the fancier they are the worse they'll just do some no, like this, trendy this person's, this person's really fancy he's japanese but what do you need doing to it it doesn't need anything I, I do because it's ridiculous. It's I mean, look at this. It's not in control. I love it. I'll, I'll, I'll tell him to keep some bits the same length. I mean, the beard could be smaller. I'm not into huge beards. Uh, the I hair, the wild hair is nice. I was going to go full marks. I know. Well, apparently, I, I learned by looking up about this. Apparently, that that photo of Karl Marx apparently was right. um, like no, no, no. It was, it was taken. He was just on holiday because cameras, I guess, were still relatively <laughs> rare, and he was on holiday. Just hadn't and, had his haircut. Yeah, just got his snapped. And apparently in his journal, he said that he got his haircut just shortly after. It wasn't like he was kind of being like, this is my thing, having really long hair and a big beard. It was, as I understand, I mean, I don't know. But that's, that's an interesting thing, if, if true. It was just like, kind of, it was like, this is intolerably long. It was like, damn, I'm going to look. Oh my it God, must I be kind of... Imagine that though. There is that sort of thing where it's, because it's, that happens so much as well for people in the media, all, all sorts of things where it's like something mm. happens and suddenly you're cast into the spotlight and they just go and grab like the photo they get off Facebook or something like that. So you like never quite know how the, like, yeah. you know, you could suddenly be projecting. I don't know. Like, I was trying to think of the one that wasn't morbid because the one that came to mind was. Um, but anyway, if you think of something, something, something nice. Sorry, I didn't want to. Um, <laughs> Bring the. Why can't I think of a nice, nice example? But, you know, some, what, someone who's. What example is, are you thinking of? Well, I was thinking of, of poor Sever Everard, you know, it's kind of, I mean, oh. there's a nice photo of her, but, you know, it's just like something like that, where it's like some sort of tragic act, sort of thing happens and people, it's just like a photo is then the photo which is used everywhere and that you don't, you don't know or think in advance as to what that would be. And it's kind of like, I don't know, something Do you think you should like, have what? like a death photo right. ready in case you're yeah, suddenly I think, killed? I think so, yeah. <laughs> Please yeah. use this. Send this to was, the press. I was going to suggest this shot. To, <laughs> to, to friends who have been put themselves in more precarious situations. My friend um, Sparkle, who's a writer, mm. um, and she used to be a reporter, I can't remember, for, I think she used to work for CNN. Um, and she, she, they used to have like access to like the obituary, you know, they like, write obituaries ahead of time. Yes. And uh, in one of her books, her character rewrites. Um, like breaks it kind of like hacks in or whatever and writes her obituary so that she she will look and just makes up all this shit so she'll look like really amazing <laughs> she dies and Sparkle said that like her and her friends sort of did that as a as a joke to each other but I don't think they were like you know I think they had to sort of delete it but it's quite cool or maybe they didn't maybe she's got like this really cool a bit somewhere that's like gonna make her sound amazing and like lo loads of anachronisms and is that the right word? Acronisms. Anachronisms. Anachronisms. That's sort of like backwards. Yeah. Out, out of date things. Yeah, so like because things it's that so she old. couldn't have been there right. for, like claiming right. that she was like, you know, there for this monumental thing like Forrest Gump. This um, friend of mine, I, I used to, well, I still sometimes do, but do sort of interactive graphics. Mm -hmm. And this friend of mine had done this interactive graphic as an obituary. I won't say who it was for, but it was this person who was very ill. And they, they, it was assumed that they were going to die in the next few weeks. And so they were like, let's do an interactive about their life, sort of saying, you know, about all the things that happened. And then they just carried didn't, on, soldiered, soldiered on for like another few years. And my friend had actually changed jobs by that time. So by the time they did eventually die, um, I don't know if the graphic was used, but it was kind mm -hmm. of, 
it was a bit sort of weird. I, don't, I think it must. I don't. I think it. It's a weird job. Strange as if well, you were, like, yeah, I if you were doing preparing it's... obituaries, yeah. But I mean, quite. I bet. It, I bet it's done much less now, though. They're well written. Well, yeah, no, because they still appear in the newspaper. What do you mean? Yeah, but I think it's more that you kind of keep a. It's more that you probably have a continuous biography about people, and then it's still got to be written though and crafted. You still write it, yeah. But I, I doubt. I, I should imagine for certain people, you know, for for you know heads of state and sort of other sort of types, I imagine it's it's kind of kept up to date continually. But um, mm. for most people, probably not. Well, obviously yeah. not for most people. I, I mean, like I think big celebrities, even, they probably do. Mm, I don't that's know. According to Sparkle, that's what they do. Yeah, they do. Okay. I just thought they have like a it... bank of them, and that it, they have someone whose job it is, and they pre-write right obituaries. Right. I mean, I guess it's just another rewording of your curriculum vitae in a way. Isn't yeah. It? I don't know why I said curriculum vitae rather than <laughs> just saying CV. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you what. Yeah. Yeah. I just. Hey, it's just. What was I can say. Um, I think it's weirdly to appeal to our American listener who oh, might yeah. not know what a CV is. It's yeah. resonate. There you are. You're sure you did. I'm sure you didn't know this. Oh, there's this cute Wait. thing I saw on them um, talking about the Karl Marx and his beard made me think of it. And it's kind of cute. It's like, I mean, you could be like snooty about it, but I thought in a way it was kind of sweet because they were obviously really young. So it was a picture of, um, it was photos of Einstein and this person posted them and, and they said, I always thought that Einstein was around in the 1800s for some reason, but then the, someone showed me these photos of him in the 50s, and I'm really confused. And they're just like, oh, look. and then <laughs> not only that, but the first photo was this like fake one, which is probably quite famously fake. It's him on a bike with the um, atomic explosion like going behind him. I don't know, I've never seen it before, but they were like, hey. they thought that this was real. Just the whole thing, they were just so confused. And it was just like all of the comments in the thing were just like, do you really not know <laughs> like when the Second World War happened and like when I'm so they're like, no. <laughs> like, well, fair enough. And also like, you know, things like that on the internet, you forget if you're young and you haven't learned it yet. Like, why mm. would you think it's not right? Like it's it's easy yeah, for I mean... older people to be like, you idiot, but it's like you've got to learn things somehow. And like it's so easy to just search things up now and like go you know when was i sent around just get all this like fake information be really confused anyway i kind of shared right. that like even though i know it's not right like you sort of think of einstein as being longer ago i mean he died in 55 but i sort of you sort of don't imagine well, him i don't know why just i mean obviously he spanned like how well so i mean he was he in, in some ways they were kind of correct i mean he was yeah. he was both born in the 1800s and was alive then I, I assume and i don't know how old he was when no he 1900s was if he died in 1950 yeah. he was probably 50 years old so he would have been born in like 19 something no he was probably born no. in 1880 or something yeah oh yeah okay yeah you're right so yeah he probably was you know yeah yeah uh, true so he did kind um, of span it. Yeah. It's it's interesting often as well how like people's lives that overlapped. Yeah. It doesn't feel like they would do. Yeah, you know, yeah, where yeah. it's so strange that people, you know, that like yeah. that he that in his twenties yeah, would have um, you know, 
maybe he met Charles Darwin or something, you know, mm. the sort of strange yeah, things. Yeah, maybe that's why... Each person can go back yeah. further than it seems mm. logically like it would do. Mm. I've been doing some volunteering with the with Kew Gardens, where oh, you nice. um, help digitise their some of their collection. So oh, cool. we're working on uh, Dianthrus, yeah, some type of plant. Anthrus. Oh, a plant. I thought yeah. you were that person. And um, so they have all the, the loads of these scanned sort of their sheets of paper that flowers have been pressed onto. And um, they come from all over the place. And so Ooh. some of the ones we've been doing are in the, I've forgotten his name. Uh, uh, can't remember anyway. But anyway, it, it was obviously one of the things back then. So that some of them come from around 1857, that sort of period. Um, and it's just interesting then to look up the people that were sort of building these collections where they kind of just sort of decided to go and um, wander around sort of Greece and, and sort of... Uh, Nice. Israel and areas like that and just collect plants for their herbarium that was that was a cool name to call it back then what are you doing with them are you oh so whether well, they they already have a barcode on so you basically just check the barcode matches tick what things you can easily identify in the plant like if it has flowers and leaves and stems and roots um and then when it was uh if, if they have information that they hopefully have information, they have a nice system about the collectors. So the collector was, you wrote your name on the thing that you're collecting, and then you just incremented the number after it by one for everything you collected. So um, if it's, you know, say Burgess 751, if it was a 751st plant I've collected. Sure. Uh, so you put that information in and then how it, if you have any information about when it ended up at Q, because some of them were directly connected, collected for Q quite a lot yeah. were collected. But you have to elsewhere. type that in. Yeah, there's a there's a form that sort of guides you all through it, yeah, but it's quite fine. it's a bit of a slow process. So I haven't done a lot of them yet. Hmm. Uh, and also handwriting from um, back then is very difficult to decipher. Hmm. So um, it can be tricky to work out. And plus, also plant names are often in Latin, which makes it even harder still. So there's limited amounts of a lot of the other information is trying to work out what country it was from, roughly when it was collected, what altitude, that kind of thing. But it's interesting. Anyone is welcome to join it. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but if you search for the Kew Gardens kind of okay. uh, crowdsourcing stuff, there's there's information on how to do it. Nice. What's the last? She's like, I found him in the last minute. She's like, he's never going to leave me now. Yeah. And um, and he's like, well, I understand you're the mother and you have responsibilities. So they're very soppy. But you have to think of his interests. You have to think of his well. interests. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But they're now quite flirty. Oh yeah, very. I would say, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she she says he's damaged. I can't take chances of, of letting him go on his own. Mm. But although we, we have to think, what does? Oh. Yeah, I mean, that sort of sounds kind of overbearing and controlling. She's become an overbearing mother. <laughs> well, that. she can't. She can't let. Um. Let him... There's kind of a theme of mothers. That's oh, quite really? a lot. Yeah, hmm. because if you think about it, so she, yeah, it's. I was thinking, why is she going on about him being a mother? But yeah, it sort of comes mm. up in the next few minutes. But mm. um, yeah, uh, what's the other thing about? Well, she's they're quite motherly to him when he hurts his hand. I think as mm. well. Mm. Um, well, then, which is weird. Then with that, so yeah, she, she says, "Let's take a look at your, your yeah. hand." Yeah, and this is quite flirty. And he says, "This started to smell like a." Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> which shows that he knew that they were like. The yeah, he or have, it, he must or have known. Just, yeah, or it genuinely does smell so. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, she still goes with it. I mean, she's not going to say, like, my friend Zoe's a twat. Yeah. She sprayed foot lotion on your hand. <laughs> she's just like, oh, that's normal. Um, and then she's embarrassed because her hands are too big. Or, like, actually, it's, his hands are tiny. He's just tiny. Yeah, but they're, they're kind really of like, small. she's like, can you wiggle it? And then they press their hands together, yeah. which is very flirty. Yeah. And they have almost exactly the same size hands as well. Well, I think hers are lo- the fingers are longer. That's why she's like. Right. And, um, but he's so got he, quite uh, small hands for a man, I suppose. And then he's like, that means yeah. you're, you've got a big penis. <laughs> Which she, she doesn't laugh at particularly. Because it's funny because, like, the joke downstairs. Wait, yeah. she made the sort of, like, the funny joke, the kind of, like, saucy joke downstairs. Now he makes a little joke. Oh, and neither of them particularly <laughs> laugh at it. Are you going to edit it out? Your sneeze. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. It's a bit cold. Um, and yeah. uh, also, well, on the uh, commentary when they're all sitting there, and um, and uh, Gail says, "Is that true? The thing about having big hands and you have a big penis?" And no one answers. <laughs> and it's partly this sort of language thing. Like one of them just doesn't seem to understand English, and he's just like, "What?" <laughs> just like no response. I just thought that was quite funny. Is it true? <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't think to look that up. I don't, I don't think it is, but it's just, I mean, generally, if you're bigger, you're probably going to yeah. have a bigger yeah. penis, like, because everything's yeah. bigger. I mean, I don't know. Oh, wait. Asian scientists say there is a correlation, but this is not a very reputable website. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Is it BuzzFeed? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then they do this. She's like, I know this brain trick. And then they do that thing where you put your fingers together and it, you can't feel your own finger, just like something yeah. you do at school, which is all, it's all very, like, quite babyish. Like, has he really never... I suppose he has seen this before. It's just, like, a way of flirting, right? It's just yeah. an excuse to kind of touch fingers. But it's, like, it's quite babyish. They're just like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't actually done that trick before, but they, like, they Have press each other's hands. You've not never that done exact it. One. Not that exact oh, okay. One, no. So maybe I'm just. Yeah. I just thought like that's what everyone does at school. It's like one of those things. And it's weird because you can't do it yourself school? now. No. But yeah, you press your hands and then you're straight. Did you not? Did you not do that when you were a kid? No. Oh, I remember that from primary school, and you're like, "Oh, that's so weird." And it is a kind um, of flirty thing because you, if you do, you know, it gives you an excuse to like touch someone's hand. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think this is also, I looked, is it pro, pro, proprioception, proprioception? Oh, what is it's, called that thing? This Well, that's the kind of, it says it's about just sort of the feelings of, it's sort of just, it's just a, also kinesthesia. It's a sense of self-movement and body position, sometimes described as the sixth sense. Oh. Um, but I, I think it possibly counts as a proprioception illusion. Cool. Where you are kind of, yeah, you sort of feel something and you're thinking it's of something else. Mm. I don't know whether this actually, I meant to look up about phantom limbs because that's kind of. Yeah, didn't we talk about that before? Did you used to do Possibly. that thing where you like push down on your arm or something yeah. and then it rises up? And um, yeah. what was the other thing you used to do with each other? Like where you feel like you're rising or something? Or like if you push in a doorway really, really hard. Yeah, and if you can feel like you're sort of lifting into the air afterwards or something, <laughs> can't remember. Yeah, it's weird because neither of them uh, directly reference each other. But, no, um, they're sort of. But there's that sort of thing also where you do it with, yeah, with a mirror and things like that. I've seen. So I've, I think I've done that one where you have a mirror and you have your hand, 
and yeah. so you you're looking at the one in the mirror oh. and or maybe someone Touch else's it. hand is in the mirror anyway something like that you know those <laughs> sorts of things so it's like that's yeah. more of sort of like those sort of visual clues whereas this is purely this seems like it's more of a touch one it's hard to know whether that would work if you don't look at your hand but does it also, do you also get the sensation no i think it's to do with touch isn't it i don't so really know that why visual, that happens yeah it, it might be that visual connection mm. but what it makes me think of and sort of the next bit is like these are all kind of gondry ish well, wait the next bit you, you can't go on to no no but bit. like i'm not talking about but like those kind of those kind of tricks and like because what's the thing here before he was talking about like 3d glasses and stuff Yes, um, it's like all very kind of like Gondryish, like yeah. film. He likes tricks of the eye and and filming tricks and little things that are you can yeah. do without special effects that are just kind of yeah. make reality become uh, like irreality. You know, it's like a strange blurring of what we perceive yeah. and what is really happening. And and I think the idea is like Stefan's kind of seems to go into these kind of things that are like surreal and aren't really happening but they are to him i don't know um so the, a, um, yeah yeah i agree Sorry. and it's it's a first is it well it's a first indication that she well along with like her room and the golden pony boy but it's like first indication that they've got like something in common i think yeah like the beginning of like he's she's like oh look i've got this trick and he's just like so you can see him beginning to be like oh maybe she is interesting and that's the thing as well it's like he fancies zoe and it's that thing of like, which I quite like about this, is that, you know, you're sort of, you're attracted to people that aren't very good for you and seem, they seem really attractive because they're sort of very different. And the people that are like very like you, you can kind of be a bit like, oh, they're not, you're drawn to them, but at the same time, they're not necessarily the ones you're going to go after. So he's kind of seeing past that a little bit like, oh, okay. So he's the sort of sexy one, but yeah. he has actually got things in common with Charlotte, Stephanie. Charlotte's sexy too, isn't she? Yeah. I that like jumper, the way she's very natural. That jumper's pretty sexy on its own, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> do you think so or do you not? I like you the like, jumper. Do you? I, I don't like, really yeah. like it very much. Oh, do you not? I like the jumper. It's a bit unflattering. Oh. But she's cute. I mean, mm. she's always cute. I like the way she's very natural and she doesn't wear any makeup. Like, Do you think that rug on the wall has appeared yeah. since moved in? Yeah. The room it's, is it's a, weird it's a rug, bit much. It? Like there's so much yeah. going on. There's well. so much stuff. Yeah. I did I put that in all caps actually sometimes. Yeah. There's so much <laughs> yeah. stuff in my notes. I put like three exclamation marks. <laughs> yeah. She's like because it, it feels like all the kind of places to hang and put things have yeah. already stuffed and there's just boxes and more oh, stuff on the ground. It's a bit overwhelming. You wouldn't really yeah. want to live there. Um, but anyway, this minute just finishes with him saying, uh, I know a trick, right? And it stops. Yeah, yes, because he doesn't do the trick until the next no. minute. No. Um, and you have to go. I guess so, yeah. Well, we can't, well, I don't have to go right now, but, okay. but we don't have time to talk about the next minute, which we haven't uh, watched anyway, in theory, right? Or are we not spoiling no, that illusion? We have. Okay, listen up. <laughs> I've, we've now started sometimes watching several minutes and then yeah. making notes and then doing them. I get to the good bit. Yeah, we do, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> um, okay. Um, should I put them out? Just dump them all out, or should I space them out? No, space them out a bit. The listener likes that. <laughs> Make them wait. Not too long, though, because it's like dragging long. on. Yeah. 
but we'll do another one soon real soon so maybe soon. someone will listen when it's all finished like i find things uh, finished long maybe. finished we can listen to it again when we're old <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> when one of us is dead and we can include oh. it in the obituary <laughs> it's true play some select select bits at their funeral oh god i just like to play minute 30 or perhaps it was 29 depending on how you count it we just things. watched il postino last night have you ever seen it ah uh, the postman yeah i saw it a long time ago because becky used to love it um, but Lucinda hadn't seen it, and I forgot about I it. Hmm. Um, and the actor died like twelve hours after they finished filming, because oh. he knew he was ill and possibly dying. But he postponed heart surgery to make the film, and he was so weak that he could only film for like an hour at a time. They had to have like Gosh. a double to do all the kind of physical acting. Um, and he is like his character is sort of quite meek and quiet. Um, but yeah, they just finished filming and then, and then he died. It's really sad. Um, I feel there's been a few things like that. Where and he got a posthumous to... award for it. Right. Yeah. One of well, only eight people. Because Chadwick Boseman just got a posthumous award. He was, right. I think they must have just finished making right. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, I think. Uh, I only, I only, yeah. Master Grimlow to suddenly. I know, sorry. End on. <laughs> it was so nice last night, though. I was so tired. I made this amazing curry and I was so full and then just so exhausted. And you know, when you have that really nice, like, sleepy thing where you're just sort of drifting into sleep, like, like properly yeah. falling asleep and then coming back out. And I was trying to, like, keep watching the film but I sort of would go into sleep for like two minutes or something and then come out and like it's just like really relaxing the music's really nice and it's all like lovely shots of Italy and nice I've, I've been watching I'm afraid still old old reruns of the crystal maze brilliant <laughs> they're just they're just like good way to because I just it was a tiring week relaxing. a short week and you just need to switch off your brain yeah but I actually watched there was a special Christmas edition which they had children doing it oh cool and it was it was actually really satisfying because the kids are so much better than adults i thought it's it just... was always children that's how no, i no, remembered it's, it's, it's adults and the children i'm thinking just... of night nightmare night... or whatever oh yeah what was that what's good nightmare i think nightmare. Was... where they're like three paces stop yeah go pick it up <laughs> yeah get out of the room bizarre yeah. thing <laughs> that was earlier though as well. that was like when we were kids that. yeah I thought Crystal Mazes when we were kids. They were as well, but I think they went, oh. I think they started a bit later. I feel it was more like when we were about eight, ten or something like that, it started. And I feel like Nightmare was more like when you were about seven or six. Okay. But um, yeah, so from that point of view, it was quite satisfying because there was loads of games where you've watched adults just fail at it every week and the kids are just like on it. They yeah. just, they don't, they don't, they seem, like some of them, they just get straight away. Like ones which are too sort of maths or wordy, they don't get necessarily because mm. some of them are so tiny, there's like 11 year olds doing yeah. it. It just like, Do you think it's because they played computer games so they're better at it? Maybe, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, <laughs> from that point of view, it's very satisfying. And they got they got seven crystals, which is very good, and went to the crystal dome and then did brilliantly. Got enough gold tokens by a mile, or at least ten percent. I literally haven't watched it since I was a kid. I can't really. Okay, well, that's the best episode I would say of the. Okay. <laughs> 
seen of the old ones <laughs> if you're re-watching. And I think also I'm afraid that the, the old episodes are better than the new ones. Yeah. What are you watching it on? Uh, it's just on YouTube, oh, actually. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, Channel 4. Well, that's have a, because they're... it's fucking, what's his name? He's amazing. It is, right? It's um, Richard O'Brien. Yeah, he's, he's very good. Oh. I, I, Richard, Richard O'Di is, is very good. Yeah, um, sure. But I, I feel like they've put less into the production values of mm. the actual games and things. But I don't know. It might also just be a lot of it. It might be that we're getting a, like an extra 20% boost of, of nostalgia. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Probs. Um, and I think also maybe the... I think also the ones I've been watching with Richard are celebrity ones, and the celebrities are just doing most useless people mm. are doing the tasks. Because that's I think, annoying. I don't know if that's yeah. how it should be. Well, I yeah, I, yeah. I think you want it's okay. best when people actually are really going for it. Actually, that's the other thing yeah. as well. Kids also are not. They were very good at keeping. None of them got locked in because they just screamed their little heads off when it was getting to 10 seconds or less and the kids just ran out which somehow adults just <laughs> fail to do all the time just they're just so stupid that their adults are just stand there like well eight seconds to go i won't say anything and then they're like oh three seconds they're like oh get out get out and he's like uh, and like gets locked in oh. so like it seems almost every week an adult gets locked in none of the children <laughs> got locked in so that was great well that you then cost you a crystal to get them back out again they just which keep them there they, until they yeah die. they do sometimes it's a room yeah. of bones I don't quite know what happens. I'm never quite sure what happens if you. I think even if you get to the Crystal Dome and you haven't let them out, they just they don't get them back until after they've done the token collecting. Maybe you become part of the scenery of the problem if you yeah. fail to get It'd out. It'd be funny if yeah, next episode there's still <laughs> just <forced>. someone in. <laughs> yeah. Someone someone from the previous episode is still just locked in the room, being like, oh, "I can give you some tips on how to do this." Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. sitting in the corner with a cloak. Three weeks now. <laughs> Just drinking this tepid water that comes from the Aztec zone. <laughs> oh, got a really runny nose. I know, it could be sure hazy. you wanted to know that. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, the but blossom. Time of year again. Trees, your trees outside my flat have blossomed and they look Aww, really lovely. Yeah. Uh, there's got to be some tree blossom somewhere in Brighton. Go and have oh, there are, but not outside my window. Uh, right. Just yeah, um, magnolias look so Ooh. beautiful right now. Magnolia trees. Right, I think I'm going to head out. Okay, what are you doing? Um, just going, going to go and sit in the park on a blanket oh. with work colleagues before oh, to. I'm going to wear some clothes. <laughs> well, I would hope warm. so. <laughs> yeah, that's that's new technology. Clothes. I'm going to play table tennis tomorrow. My friend, this is so annoying. This is t so me as well. Like I always end up making friends with people properly when they're about to leave. Why? What is wrong with me? So there's this uh, woman at work and she's going, um, like leaving the country, going back home and, uh, and like leaving. And she had to get rid of loads of her stuff. So she brought in loads of things to work and she was just like, take it, get rid of it. I need to, uh, I need to get rid of all these things. And I got like table tennis bats and, badminton jackets and okay. and I was like oh I've been wanting to play badminton and she's just like oh if we, like I wish she'd said we could have been playing so I'd know, and I was like I've got no one to play with and now she's going but anyway we before she goes we're going to play the game well, of table tennis tomorrow maybe you'll meet a new partner for playing table tennis while you're doing I hope something. so you can play on the seafront it's just like a little what table tennis hmm that would be. 
crazy. I thought I thought there might be permanent um, tables. There's a little table in the park near me. So if no one's using it. But if it's windy, it would just be annoying, like they just yes. keep blowing away. It doesn't seem a very outdoor game. It has to be extremely yeah. windy, I would think, for pinball. Yeah. But anyway. Right, enjoy. Bye, Gemma. Bye. <laughs> what was the frown? <laughs>